no, I deserve to go out and buy clothes. And I, you know, sort of like sat with myself and I said, you know what? If you have to buy a size that's bigger than what you're used to, just fucking do it. You deserve to wear clothes that are nice and that make you feel good and make you feel pretty and make you want to go out, you know? I grabbed my drink. I gathered my cats. Now let's talk about your favorite milk. Listen, it's the last episode of the season and I'm recording right here with my cats. So if you hear purring, meowing, them walking around, that's why. But I figured, you know, it's last episode I should record with the babies that made like one third of the podcast's name, you know. But Christmas is upon us. Right now as I'm recording this, we are four days away. By the time that this goes up, it's going to be three days away. And I'm so fucking excited because it's my birthday. I absolutely love my birthday. People usually, when they hear that my birthday is on Christmas, they sort of like freak out. And they're like, oh, really? Like, did you enjoy that? Was it bad? Like, what? No, it was fucking amazing. And I think that it was great because, you know, in Argentina, like, We would celebrate Christmas Eve, so we would have, like, our big family dinner, and we would start dinner at, like, 10 p.m., and then by midnight we were opening gifts, and then by the time I woke up, we were just celebrating my birthday, and my family almost made a big deal out of my birthday, which I think is the reason why I love my birthday so much. And this year, I've been celebrating literally all month. Like, usually I celebrate, like, the whole week, and, you know, treat myself I'm in a good mood whatever but this week I mean this month I've celebrated all month long because I deserve it first of all November was fucking shitty so I needed to sort of close that and have a good end to the year and a good end to my 25th year on this fucking earth so you know I said you know what fuck that I'm gonna celebrate myself all month long and I have been doing that I got my tattoo for my birthday started I'm getting it new tattoo sorry mom and I got that started um I changed my hair color I went from redhead to black hair which I absolutely love I always had this like when I went redhead I had this feeling like oh I was always meant to be a redhead like I love red hair makes me feel so good about myself but then I saw myself with black hair and fucking shit I think this was my hair color like it gave me so much confidence and it just makes me look and feel so powerful and strong and I that's all I've ever wanted to feel so you know welcome black hair and just in general December has been a crazy but really good month so far so much has happened so much like shit that I didn't even think was gonna happen but it did um and you know I was talking to my mom because my mom came over Last Friday, we went shopping for Christmas and New Year's Eve outfits. And two things happened while she was here. One of them was that I went out with my uh, friends from my serving job because our one of our managers was leaving. So, you know, we said, like, fuck that. We're going to go out and celebrate and, like, thank her for everything she did because she was a really, really good manager. So um, I knew I was going to get really drunk and I wanted to get really drunk. So I told my mom, like, hey, can you just drop me off where we're going to meet so that then I can just, like, you know, Uber home or whatever. And 
When I was younger, like in my teen years, when you're supposed to like go out and stay out late and do whatever the fuck you you want, I didn't really u- used to do that. Like I would stay home a lot, and like the times I would go out, I would like you know stay out a little bit, but then just go back home because I prefer to be home. But this time around, I stayed outside till six a.m. I got home at six a.m., which is fucking insane. I don't think I had ever done that before in my life that was probably the first time that I got home really fucking late so I realized I'm really fucking old because my body only let me sleep three hours maybe even less like two and a half and I woke up just like in my body was so fucking hot from all the alcohol that I had consumed which was a lot I had a lot to drink But, you know, the whole point was to go out and have fun. But when I woke up, you know, my mom and I were talking just like, oh, how did it go? Whatever, blah, blah, blah. And I looked at her and I was like, I feel so loved right now, which is so weird. Like, am I really a good person? Like, is that what people like me and love me and like take care of me? And, you know, people buying me drinks because it's almost my birthday, um, laughing with me, just like joking around, talking, whatever. And they made me feel so loved. And my mom was like, are you just now realizing that you're worth this, you know? And it kind of just, like, made me feel emotional. But it really is the first time in my life, and my brothers and I were actually talking about it today, it really is the first time in my life that I feel that I belong to a group of friends that, you know, I can trust and who trust me and who always have my back and who I can tell them anything, and they, they're always there for me. So it, it was very special to me to, to, to feel that, to just have that you know I I really cherish this group of friends and I whatever happens I know that this period in my life will remain very important and I will remember it for the rest of my life and I hope that the friendships that I made here remain for the rest of my life if you're hearing some craziness is my cats going insane this is a time where they chase each other around my apartment and they drive me nuts, but that's what they're doing. But also, when I was out with my mom, you know, Christmas shopping or whatever, I had made myself this promise that I was going to start buying clothes for this new body that I have. So in 2019, I gained a lot of weight. Um, a lot of weight. Because, you know, depression, I was in a really terrible, awful situation, and I just my answer to dealing with whatever was going on was eating. I ate a lot all the time. And so I gained a lot of weight. I have managed to lose a little bit of the weight, but not all of it. And in my brain, I had this like thought like, oh, you're not going to buy clothes until you lose all the weight you've gained. Like, don't buy clothes. Just wear what you have. Don't buy anything. But it came to a point where I'm like, I just keep reusing, rewearing all the same fucking outfits. Like, I have clothes from when I was fucking 15 years old. Like, I take really good care of my clothes so they don't look that old. But, bro, really? So, you know, it was like, no, I deserve to go out and buy clothes. And I, you know, sort of like sat with myself and I said, you know what? If you have to buy a size that's bigger than what you're used to, just fucking do it. You deserve to wear clothes that are nice and that make you feel good and make you feel pretty and make you want to go out you know so that's what I did you know my mom and I went out and I bought a size bigger than what I'm used to like there was a point when I was way too many sides 
smaller than what I am right now, but I can't dwell on that. And so now I'm just thinking like, oh, a couple of years back, like, well, would you have worn? It's not that bad, whatever. But I bought clothes that actually make me feel good and confident and beautiful. And like, I want to go out there and show people that this is my outfit. Aurora is playing with one of my ornaments from the tree that I have to keep hiding in my closet and somehow they got one of the ornaments so if you hear that in the background it's the cats in the cats milfs and lesbian things but yeah you know i just i went out and bought clothes that fit this body that i have and the truth is that i've started to love my body much more this year which was a fucking struggle because i went through that quarter life crisis and a lot of it was with my body but now i'm like it's the one body that i have it got me through COVID. It gets me to work two fucking jobs. It gets me to work out, go out with my friends, drink, eat, whatever the hell I want to do. It is covered in beautiful art. And I just like, I have to stop hating it because I'm not doing any good by just standing in front of the mirror and hating my body. So I've sort of come to accept, you know, my curves and the size that I am and just try to be good and okay with myself and I think that I'm slowly starting to get there and I think that a lot of it has to do with the fact that I don't feel like I'm just alone all the time because I have people around me who actually make me feel good and appreciate me and it make they make me feel like I'm worth something which hadn't happened in a long time you know it's hard to find friends that actually make you feel like you're worth something so I'm I don't know, I'm adjusting to this new kind of life and uh, this new kind of feeling that I have. And I think I'm going to end my 25th year on a really good note, actually. Like, it's, it's been a good December. God. <laughs> and uh, December means Christmas, you know, Christmas, New Year, all that stuff. And because it's Christmas, I feel like we have to talk about a woman who recently played Mrs. Claus. I actually have not seen that movie. But, you know, she played Mrs. Claus alongside her husband. And I'm talking about none other than Goldie Hawn. And Goldie Hawn is someone that has been present in my life at all times. And the truth is that that happened because my friend Chelsea, who I have known for 13 years now, which is fucking insane. My friend Chelsea and I used to watch the first Wives Club all the freaking time we were and to this day still are obsessed with that movie it was always Thelma Lewis and the First Wives Club and Goldie Hawn Bette Midler and Diane Keaton are in that movie so you know we would watch it all the time and just like comment about it and quote it and all that stuff and Goldie Hawn is really fucking good in it Goldie Hawn is the kind of actress who was well known for her looks, of course. I mean, she's still a beautiful woman, but some people do not find older women attractive. Do not understand that, but whatever. So she was really well known for her body and also for her talent in romantic comedies. And recently, I watched one with my brothers that it was Steve Martin and Goldie Hawn. And it was so fucking funny. And they don't make movies like that anymore. Like, not at all. So they two of them meet, and they have sex the first night. And then, like, before they had sex, they just, like, walk around uh, 
town and they're talking about their lives and everything. And obviously she's lying about her life, but he's not. He's like really telling her stuff. So she finds out where he is from, like the small town that he's from and how he had built a house there for this woman that he wanted to marry. But then the woman just like dumped him. So the next morning she ups and gets all of her things and moves to the house that he had built for uh, his ex-girlfriend. And she starts living there, and when she goes around town, she starts telling everybody that, you know, she's this guy's wife. So people knew this guy from forever, and, you know, his parents end up finding out. So he has to come down, and they have to, like, pretend that they were married because he was trying to get back with his ex. So they create this whole fucking lie, and in the end, of course, they fall in love, which is beautiful. But the movie's so fucking funny, and it's also cute, and I was just watching it, and they don't really make movies like that anymore. Like... The Holiday was probably the last movie that they made close to that kind of thing. And I miss movies like that. They're good. They make you feel good. They give you some sort of hope for, you know, falling in love. Like, romantic comedies give you that hope that maybe you will have a great love story to share with your children and grandchildren. I don't know. I haven't found that yet. But romantic comedies give me hope. And Goldie Hawn in this movie, she looks really, really, really good. And as I mentioned, she recently played Mrs. Claus alongside her husband, Kurt Russell. And it just reminded me how they're one of the biggest, most known, most adorable couples in Hollywood. They have been together for so fucking long. Like, so long. They go together everywhere. They look very cute. And you don't hear, like, issues or drama or problems about them. Everything seems to be so nice. And, you know, it's, I think it's so cute that their little family that they created, because, well, he, he raised, he helped raise her children. They're all, like, in the industry, and they're also cute. Like, Kate Hudson is also the romantic comedy queen. Like, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, amazing fucking movie. Don't even get me started. It's one of my favorites. So, you know, she kind of got that from her mom, which, which I think is great. But... Yeah, so the Mrs. Claus, Santa Claus, whatever movies, I don't even know what they're called because I have not actually seen them. Like, they always pop up. I think it's Netflix or Disney Plus, one or the other. They always pop up, and I'm like, oh, I have to watch it, I have to watch it, I have to watch it. But I never really do um, because I end up always rewatching sort of like the same kind of Christmas movies. This year, my brothers and I are going through... Well, my brothers and one of my brother's best friend and I are all going through this list of movies to watch and getting like the Christmas spirit. And we've been watching, you know, the same ones that you always watch, like Home Alone, The Grinch, Elf. We added the Harry Potter movies in there as well. So, you know, you always kind of go back to the same movies. And I feel that that's it because Christmas is about nostalgia a lot, especially when you start growing up and especially when your whole life you moved around a lot and I was telling my mom the other day like I miss big Christmas celebrations because when we were in Argentina there was a shitload of people always getting together always and yes you have the whole drama like oh my mom's parents are divorced so like do you spend it with mom do you spend it with dad like that kind of stuff but it's family, you know, and, and Christmas is about that. It's about coming together and accepting each other and loving each other and just celebrating that you basically just survive one more year and give each other presents that 
have a meaning behind them, you know? And the last huge Christmas that I had was in Argentina and it was in 2015. And I remember this because one of my cousins, my cousin uh, Santino was born that year and only my mom traveled to go meet him when he was born. So the rest of us hadn't met him. So we were like, you know what? We're going to go spend the holidays there, meet him, be with the whole family. And I actually spent a whole month back home. Um, and, you know, we did the holidays and Christmas and New Year's and all that stuff. And it was the last huge Christmas celebration that we had. Because afterwards, you know, like either my uncle, aunt and cousins would come over or my grandparents or things like that. But it was like always small groups. And then it would, if not, it would just be the five of us, you know, my parents, both my brothers and I, which is what's going to happen this year, which I like, like we love each other and we have fun and we play Secret Santa and we get each other things that, you know, remind us of one another and all that stuff. But sometimes there's that nostalgic feeling that you miss being a child and you miss the whole believing in Santa and going around trying to find him and then suddenly, wow, the presents are right there and all that stuff. So I think that we choose the Christmas movies that make us feel a little bit closer to what our Christmas childhoods used to be, you know? And I think that that's why we keep rewatching the same ones. And I haven't taken the time to watch the Goldie Hawn Christmas movie. I have watched some of the new, like, queer Christmas movies. The last one that I watched was... Uh, single all the way it was actually pretty cute you know it wasn't it wasn't bad it was a cute movie but again I I don't know you want to connect with movies in a different way like one of the new ones that I watched was a uh, a castle for Christmas I think it's called the one with Brooke Shields first of all Brooke Shields is one of the most beautiful women ever she's so tall and magnificent and her eyes are so beautiful and she's just amazing but the movie was actually pretty cute I feel like I would re-watch that throughout the years. Like, I would add it to my list of Christmas movies. I don't know what it was about it. It just, it, it made you feel warm and fuzzy inside. So I, I guess I would add it. I don't know. Maybe I should give the Goldie Hawn Christmas movie a chance. But Goldie Hawn, she's a talent that everybody knows. Everybody talks about her. If you don't know who Goldie Hawn is, you're a fucking idiot. As simple as that. Because she's very, very talented. She's funny. She's beautiful. Um, she has done a lot of activism lately, particularly with children and children in school and getting them the education that they deserve. So she's, she's you know, advocating for what she believes in, which I think is always great. Actors should use their platform for, to advocate for, for topics that matter. So she's doing that. And whenever I think about her, I honestly always think about my friend Chelsea and all the hours that we spent growing up together online watching this woman alongside Beb Midler and Diane Keaton and you know it's it's a lot about friendship and a lot about family and taking care about one another I mean Goldie Hawn that's what she represents to me I feel like when I think about Goldie Hawn I really do think about friendship and I think about family and those are the two most important things in this life and I learned a lot about friendship this year, which is crazy, but I did. 
you know, like I mentioned before, like growing up, I saw my parents hanging out with all these friends and having such large group of friends and people around them. And to me, it was never like that. I, I never had a large group of friends. But now I, here I am with a large group of people who, you know, we go out, we hang out, we call each other when we need something. Like my best friend's going to be a dad. Like what? And it's crazy. And this year did teach me a lot about friendship. It taught me a lot about people who, you know, just listen to you talking about the same topic over and over again and they don't get tired. People who give you a hug when you need it. People who will go out and have drinks with you because you just want to have fun. And it's important. It is important to have friends in your life. As cliche as that may sound. But listen, I am so happy that I got through another season of Cats, Milfs and Lesbian Things. I am so proud of this little blog, blog, little podcast that I created. I guess it is a blog of my life and my thoughts. So, you know, works either way. But I really am very proud that we did two seasons. Um, I want to thank my brother for doing all the graphics and edits and everything that you see on Instagram because he is amazing. And I'm so happy that he takes the time to help me out with this. Uh, I want to thank every single person who pressed play on every episode that I have done. You have no idea how much that means to me. And I hope that this next year brings you nothing but happiness and joy and everything that you've been expecting for 2022. I know that it's crazy. We're ending another year in a pandemic where more variants of a virus are developing and countries are going back into lockdown and it's just it's been crazy it's been weird we've had so many emotions but I do hope that 2022 is much better for everyone and I hope that you keep falling in love with more and more MILFs our drinks are empty our cats are ready for a nap so join me next season and let's talk about your favorite MILF And if you like talking about your favorite MILF, please leave me some comments, review the podcast, let me know what you think of this, and let's help other lesbians find us, other cats join us, and let's keep talking about your favorite MILF.